Hey, yo, yo, magic. Yes. Yo, hey, yo, 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 magic. Hey, drop that, uh, that John Blaze shit. Drop that John Blaze shit, bro. Don, Don, DeMarco, DeMarco. Hey. Yeah, I'm gonna have to holler at Jay Z and see if he can lay down like some some some, some words or something for that some, for us. Some bars. Get like Jay Z, like Kid Cudi, you know, like, like get like get them three. Like they should be able to do us a little favor. Easy. It should be easy to get them niggas on there. Easy work, man. <laughs> what you think Jay gonna say though? <laughs> What's the sounds he dropping? What he about to spit on there? Uh, I don't know. He's he's gonna come with some uh, some of them four 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 bars, you know. Ooh, the four four forward something to take you to the next level you know what i mean something to make you think ahead i'm already knowing some life-changing audio content audio bow, bow, bow. boop boop nigga i'm looking for these fucking sounds where the fuck is my sounds god damn it where is my damn sounds <laughs> fuck man you know what well that's while well, i'm looking for the sounds i'm fucking up What's good with y'all out there? I'm Kamal, aka Magic. And this is your boy Tank. And this is the Magic Think Tank podcast. Episode number 003. Nigga, it's episode three. Actually, Bro, look, you have four? to have a plan because we're going to do over 100 podcasts. We're, we're going to get there. So you might as well just toss those. You lucky I didn't toss another zero into that bitch. You know? True bill. Wait a so, minute. What know, is as it? we continue to grow this, we're going to just keep adding zeros on. So I'm only starting with two. Uh, you know, I'm being pessimistic with my view, I believe. Yeah. You know? But wait a minute. Is it is it is it three or four? Three or four what zeros? Nah, episode. Or am I tripping? This is three, bro. Damn. Oh nigga, I'm liking. I'm in the, the twilight. First, zone, the nigga. first quote unquote episode wasn't an episode. It was just us. It was like an interlude. Trying to make sure we got the audio right. So that was hey, zero, that shit zero. was an episode. That shit was episode golden. zero zero one and episode zero zero two. So this is episode zero zero three. Like okay. Of the Magic Thing Tank podcast, we are your your great host from San Diego, California. Hey, and uh, we're here to talk about a couple things. So no, 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 no. We 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 not from San Diego, California. We reside in San Diego, California. Well, no, no. I mean, we're we're potting from San Diego, California. Okay, we got obviously. Look. I'm from the 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 where the you from? State, right? The great state slash city of Washington D.C. <laughs> yeah. I don't live there no more for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> so I fucks with y'all, but I'm out. I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> hey, that, that hood shit ain't for me. You know what I mean? And that hood shit ain't for me either. I'm from Oakland, California, and that shit. Woo! Stank. I, stank. What? Oakland stank. You know what? <laughs> you better shut the fuck up. Talking about Oakland stank. What's wrong with you? Why I my friends be I doing that? I you that, bro. It stank. But why? Why do my friends be saying that Oakland stank? Because look, when you get off the airplane 
in Oakland. First of all, you look out the little crack. You know, when you're walking out the airplane, they got the little tube thing that you walk through, and there's usually like a little crack, and you can look out that little crack, and you just see like dirt and <laughs> fucking. Uh, it's like. <laughs> It looks like the Wild West with tumbleweeds blowing across, and then that oh, stench, that stench comes out. Come on, like, bro! Oh, Damn, gotta be Oakland. <laughs> you want to know something though? Like, minus all the tumbleweed shit, because you know it ain't like a desert out there. But like, it wasn't a funny smell when I got back to Oakland, and I was flying. I, I told you, bro, I'm not bullshitting, bro. Every I time I get on the plane in Oakland, it's stank, bro. <laughs> I'm fucking with Oakland, bro. I'm not going there. I would never live in Oakland. I don't want to oh. visit Oakland. Oh, you got to. That's a, that stench, bro. I can't I can't deal with that stench. All. I know y'all get used to it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You eventually don't smell it anymore. But I can't deal with it, bro. You know? Bruh, I, I love my city, man. And I know it has a little stench to it or whatever, but you got to come out there with me, bro. It's changing. They gentrifying it. Right, well, bit. I'll go with you, but I'm going to wear a gas mask. Bruh, you might, you <laughs> might have to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I love my city, though. Oaktown. Hey, man. What's up, man? You said, uh, what was his name? Kevin Porter Jr. Dropped yeah, 50 KPJ today. dropped 50, man. Look. so yeah so so we uh i know this comes out saturday but we record this on thursday nights and i'm watching uh you know the the highlights of basketball games right now mm-hmm. uh kevin porter jr who was basically given up on by the cleveland cavaliers they shouldn't have sent him over in the world's shittiest trade to uh houston Damn. houston delegated him to the d league for a few weeks and then just moved him up a couple weeks ago uh well about a week and a half ago actually to uh to the major leagues of the NBA. And today he dropped a 50 ball, man. So, you know, if you just believe in yourself, who else going to believe in you? You know, if you don't believe in yourself, who else going to believe in you? Now, KPJ might wind up being a cautionary tale because from what I hear, you know, it's not is it's not the on the court things that they worry about. It's off the court. You know, he's not. What you think he's doing off the court, bro? Um, I don't know. Like, was he? Is he like always like I don't know shooting craps in a locker room or <laughs> like I I I don't I have no idea what goes on. But you know, like organizations keep that stuff tight lipped, which I don't I don't really like that though because it's not a good aesthetic for the player, right? Like, yeah, if the organization is just training you and just claiming that you have like off the court issues do they really exist or are they just saying that to lower your value because you don't want to you might not want to play for that organization yeah you know damn lower your value too like because of money too though you think they'd be doing that well yeah when they lower your value then you get paid less if you go somewhere else you know but luckily for him he was still i believe he's still in his rookie contract so he'll be able to make some decent money especially if he obviously he's not going to come out and drop 50 points every night right Nah. But he could have some some good games, and you know, if he can average eighteen points a game, he's gonna get himself paid. Hey man, I put it I put it like this: anybody that drops fifty points in the NBA, no matter what level they are in their career, that shit's impressive. Yeah, like yeah, no matter what, fifty points. Most good. definitely, like. People think that's easy, bro. Like people that just like casually hoop. Fucking bums. Maybe they play just in high school or 
you know, maybe they have like a little bit of junior college experience or something like that. They think that it's, it might be easy, but until you on a court with guys that can actually play basketball, because most, most people that watch the game casually only have community rec center experience. Yeah. And they think just because, you know, they go to 11, they drop eight points that they can score 50 in a game. (laughs) It's, it's like, they don't understand like real basketball. So that's definitely like super impressive when you talk about just overall talent and, you know, we know that sometimes it's a flash in a pan, but you know, just to be able to say that, bro, I dropped 50 in the NBA game. That's a big deal. That's yeah. That's crazy. 50 points. And usually people that be saying that shit, they be like, you know, I'll lock up this player. or like, you know, I'll drop, I'll drop a dub piece. They usually fucking suck. They're yeah. fucking all, poo. Uh-huh. All the people that talk the most <laughs> shit when it comes to hoop are trash. Terrible. You know, it, for for you guys that don't know us, we, we we're hoop, we hoop. You know, um, and so we have a unique outlook when, when it when it comes to hooping. You know, yeah. Um, but on, on that sports thing, though, what's up with your boy Aaron Rodgers, man? I personally think Aaron Rodgers is going to the damn Niners. I hate to say it, I think he's going to the like, Niners. Where does come like on draft day out of nowhere? Well, came before that because like they they were hesitant on paying him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why the fuck y'all hesitating to pay Aaron Rodgers? He's and debatably then, the best quarterback in the league for the last five years. Yeah, man. Like, then, I, I don't understand. I mean, I know he doesn't have the resume of Tom Brady, but when you talk about what you want to, you know, the type of quarterback that you want to make if you could just build a quarterback, you yeah. talk about accuracy, the ability to throw the deep ball ability to make changes at the line, um, ability to scramble and, and okay. extend plays, um, you know, and just an overall, you know, good leader uh, of men. Yeah. I, I think that Aaron Rodgers has proven again, again, even with teams that probably shouldn't be there. Yeah. You know, he's, he's taking them to that next level. So I don't understand even considering trading him like you pay that man you keep him you give him whatever he needs i mean he's done it with you know shitty rosters to be honest with you yeah and we gotta also realize the the, the niggas hosting jeopardy yeah so we <laughs> like let's put it in perspective yeah. we got a host of jeopardy yeah you genius. pay that man yeah you that got Ale- yeah you you pay alex trebek yes if alex trebek is is available you pay that man you keep that man on your roster because you know you're gonna get some longevity yeah r.i.p alex Trebek, though man r.i.p <laughs> pay him but now also i think like um i was having a discussion with my roommate and he said something about like oh maybe it's like the jordan love pickup and i'm like nah i don't think that because that's what they did with brett Favre with aaron yeah. Rodgers. so i don't but think that but that was the same kind of visceral reaction that that Brett Favre had too to Aaron Rodgers. That's why he was so spicy. That's why he wanted to get out of the organization. He went to play for the Vikings because of that. True. The ascension of, of you know, you know his backup. So, But I felt Brett Favre was actually on the decline. Yeah, he was. Like he, was definitely on, he was definitely on the decline. He's nowhere. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is. Hey, like, and speaking of Brett Favre, hold on, hold on, hold on. Speaking of Brett Favre, go fuck yourself, man. Me? Fuck out of here, B. Brett Favre. Oh, oh yeah. I, I thought you were talking to me. I'm like, bro, I take that personally. Oh no, nah, bro. But yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know what's God. up with him. Um the Wrangler jeans got his fucking 
his, his damn brain too tight. God damn, what you mean? The Wranglers yeah, cutting off the circulation to his brain. <laughs> yeah, ankle, ankle huggers. Fuck out of here, B. It, look, bro, it never surprises me that an old white guy has a far right wing sensibilities. Like, you know what I mean? That That's not lost on me. I understand he lives in fucking Cheesehead, Wisconsin. So I get that he does not have a grasp on reality completely. Yeah. Um. It, it, it sucks, right? Because it's like, bro, that's Brett Favre. Like, you yeah. know, he's one of the people that you look up to as a child. You know, if you bro. grew up during the times we grew up, you know. Bro, he's the reason why I got into fucking football. And this motherfucker's a racist. God damn. Like, bro, come on, son. It's like, that shit hurt my heart. Well, so I know he said that it was hard to believe that Derek Chauvin intentionally killed George Floyd, right? Yeah. Um, so, so he mentioned that. I mean, and I don't know if he was coming from a place of protection uh, of George Floyd saying that he didn't mean to do it, or it's hard to believe that a cop would do that. So, I mean, I mean, he did say that being said, his actions were uncalled for. I don't care what color the person is on the street. Uh, Favre continued. You do not. I don't know what led to the video that we saw uh, with the knee on his neck, but the man had thrown in the towel. It was uncalled for. So, he did mention that it was uncalled for, but he said it's hard to believe that he meant to kill him. So, I mean, I think he was trying to, I I think he was trying to teeter there. Uh, (laughs) The nigga was on his neck. Y'all can't see Kamal right now. Y'all can't see magic right now, but he had the, what you talking about Willis face on the whole time. (laughs) This nigga had his, this fucking knee on his neck for nine minutes. Brett Favre, you played in the NFL. Nine minutes is a long motherfucking time. Yeah. That's almost yeah. a whole quarter. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, again, I mean, it, it's it's tough to tell because we get the message how the media delivers it to us, right? That's true. Yeah. So I would have to go, go and actually listen to his words on the podcast that he was on at the time when he said these things to understand what his sentiment was behind it because you get it from inflection in your voice. And when you're writing a story, it's hard to, you can't put voice inflection within that story. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I heard so, the shit though. So when when you heard, I didn't I didn't have the chance to hear it. So when you heard That's, it, it did it sound like he was riding for Derek Chauvin? Yeah. Yes. And it well, was unfortunate. Like, and I was just kind of just like, it just, it's like the willful ignorance. Mm-hmm. That happens a lot. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to white males, it's a willful ignorance. It's like, bro, you're willingly being ignorant right now. Well, the thing, the, the, the thing that kind of upsets me about the situation, which I'm just like not even really upset, but just for the sake of argument, I'll say that I'm upset about it, is that he's in a locker room full of people of all different colors. Yeah. So you spend time around us. You know, it's one thing if you don't have the exposure because you can say, okay, the ignorance comes from lack of exposure. But if you have the exposure and you still think a certain type of way about, you know, black people or whatever, you know, to me, it it shows, like you said, a a willful ignorance, you know, Mm -hmm. 
and um, uh, uh, unwillingness to understand other people's situations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But oh, man, fuck Brett Favre. Like honestly, like yeah, man, fuck that. Man. I really like. I really don't get. I I could care fucking less about what Brett Favre thinks about anything. To be completely and totally transparent with you, fuck yeah. him. Like you know. Fuck that guy. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, you take that pool with you on the way out the door, Brett Favre. Wranglers. Ado, Brett, how you been hearing? Babe Ruth is black. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. So I saw that on the interwebs, right? Like people kind of just throwing pictures out there of of, ah! <laughs> of Babe Ruth. But apparently, uh, like he would just always hang out with black people, like. He was hanging you know, around like, with black people and fucking black chicks. Yeah, like he would hang out in his speakeasies, you know, and, you know, he was in the Cotton Club was like the biggest, you know, black, um, you know, nightclub in the U.S. at the time. And he would always frequent those spots. Um, to they me, that's dope. That, they always said that Babe Ruth had like style and had swag and now it makes sense. Yeah. He wasn't hanging out in yeah, the country that, club that, with the white yeah, that, that, that white <laughs> nose, that white nose he got started making more and more sense. <laughs> Boy, hey, hey, babe, say Ubuntu real quick. <laughs> I was trying to see something real quick. But yeah, I saw the picture of him like just chilling with like some black dudes or whatever and one of them like is like putting up his hand like, hey, like look at my skin tone and his skin tone. Like this same, same. Like y'all gotta know this. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, man. So that's dope. I mean, look, I mean, like I said, during that time in the early 1900s, I would expect every major, you know, star to just be racist. Like, it yeah. was acceptable and true bill. You know, I mean, it was actually frowned upon if you weren't at that time. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now, you see how wild that sound? It was frowned upon for you to not be racist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you don't call him a boy right now, I'm gonna slap the shit out of you, <laughs> Billy. Do it. But you know, I mean, apparently he was like, you know, adopted by like a German family and raised by a German family or something like that. Fucking German family. Yeah. Holy shit. So you know, you would expect it to actually go the opposite <laughs> way because you, you know, we all know the history that Germany's wildly ra- was Germany was wildly racist. Uh-huh. Um, they intended on wiping out an entire species of human beings strictly because of their religious beliefs. Um, So you, you would think that, you know, that would be his mindset, but you know, apparently it was the complete opposite. So I would encourage everybody listening to this to kind of go and look at that background because it was very interesting to me, you know, as, as Twitter was, was kind of popping off about it to, to see that, you know, this man was just a, a, a solid dude, you know? Yeah, man. That's crazy. Hanging out with the black folks. Deal. So, bro, speaking of uh, while we in uh, sports, did you have the uh, the opportunity to witness uh, <laughs> UFC 261 this weekend? Um, I Usman, saw the, I saw the Samuel main Usman versus Jorge Masvidal. Masvidal. I saw the main. I saw the main fight. That fight when. Damn, he gave him the punch from Africa. So, <laughs> so for, for you guys that don't know, before we kind of go into this, so so welterweight champ Kamuro Osman uh, and Jorge Masvidal get the top got the top bill at the main event. Yeah. Uh, the two met last summer uh, with Usman grinded out a decision victory over the red hot title contender who was Masvidal. And for you guys don't know, Masvidal kind of came up with Kimbo Slice. 
you know, through the whole Miami circuit of just knocking fools out on the street. Mm -hmm. And he was wildly successful, you know, in, in, in the actual octagon, he's had great success and, you know, Masvidal lost to Usman last year, but the way he got his ass whooped (laughs) (laughs) should be a parable in the Bible at this point. Oh my goodness! Hey, so, so for y'all, for you guys that di- that didn't get the opportunity to see it, I have a list of things that his, <laughs> he made his head look like. All right, so the first thing he made his head look like was a, a sneeze. Like if you could, like make somebody's head look like his head looked like a sneeze. Achoo! Yeah, so th- yeah, that sound. That's what his head looked like. It also looks like when you throw a wet sponge against the wall. So you see that all all of that just condensation just popping off that sponge. That's what his head looked like. He also looked like a slow motion still of an exploding water balloon. It did. Oh my god. Also, it looked like an elephant queef. It looked like Le- LeBron James powder toss only with liquid. It looked like Stone Cold Steve Austin smashing together beer cans. It looked like a nigga with a wet mouth reciting <laughs> all the people's in the dictionary. <laughs> Oh my God! Bro gave him that Nigerian Hadouken bow. Hey, shout out to our bro Chuck. You feel me? Y'all don't know who Chuck is? That's our Nigerian partner. Yeah, he gave him that. Yeah, it, it was it was not a, a good night for Masvidal. Um, like when I initially saw the the punch, because I, I wasn't watching the fight at the time. I was actually at the gym. I was coming home. And I heard about it and I was like, oh, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. And then when I initially saw it, I'm like, oh, like Mazadal's head fell off. That's what I think. That's the first thing I said. Like, oh, like he died in the ring. Like his head popped off his shoulders because nobody's head can just move like that and stay on your body, you know? You <laughs> can like the rock'em sock'em something. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> it, it was it was unnatural. But, you know, I don't feel in the least bit bad for him because he was the biggest Trump supporter of all time. Yeah, he did fucking That's the thing that's wild to me, bro. You are, I think he's like Cuban-American, right? Or something like that. And he's from Miami-Dade. And you would think that he, you know, would have the sympathies of a normal, you know, just minority person. But he does not have any of that. None. Hey, you just think, though, because, like, he's from Florida. You think more people like that voted for Trump, though, just because they were in Florida? Yeah, uh, uh, there was a large, like, I remember uh, watching, um, you know, when they were going over the results for the election, mm-hmm. and they were saying that the, the Hispanic population in Miami, like, and, and like they were heavily Trump. So, I mean, it doesn't, it, it doesn't surprise me that it was, it's him as well, just because, you know, they were saying a large part of that population, like, something like 70% of the population was pro-Trump. Um, Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, I mean, but hey, look. I mean, what what do I always say? Eighty percent of people are complete fucking idiots. So, so I don't put it past anybody to do anything. It doesn't surprise for me. It doesn't surprise me that people go against their own self interest. Yeah, as human beings, like that doesn't surprise me. You know, you don't get it. But but whatever. I mean, like I said, I, I don't expect everybody to have a decent amount of intelligence. I just expect most people to be dumb. So he's proved that theory correct. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey, uh, but now while we on sports still, so let me ask you this question. Um, who would you least if you two players, right? I want you to go two players that you would least want to hang out with in the NBA. Two players that I the least I would want to hang out with. Yeah, that you would least want to hang out with in the NBA. Um, probably DeMarcus Cousins. Why? And, and, and why? Yeah, and why? I need the why behind it as well. Okay. Let me get my other my other player real quick. Damn, okay, so DeMarcus Cousins and who? And Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, okay. Yeah, him too. Okay, so, so what's the why behind them? Then I'll give you mine after <laughs> Demarcus cousin because I just feel like he just be a little bit too sensitive for me. Yeah. You say you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he'll just get upset over something where like most motherfuckers probably wouldn't get upset about. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, he do. He he does seem like that type, and like he just wake up in the morning and look like he want to cry a little bit. Yeah. Like every morning <laughs> when he wake up, like the angry cry though. Nigga mad crying. <laughs> nigga, how you mad and crying? It is breakfast time, my nigga. God damn. <laughs> like, bro. bro nigga, you crying on the waffles right now. Like, bro, come on, dog. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so that's the Marcus Cousins, <laughs> and you said Kyrie Y. Kyrie because man he gonna be just hella upset because I say nigga. Oh yeah. Like, that just on them type of like black males. I nigga we used to hoop with one. Yeah. And it's just like, bruh. Every moment you're, you're like, bruh. Yeah. I'm gonna say, bruh. But we're both the same when when it comes to stuff like that. Like you're not gonna censor us. Like we're gonna say what the fuck ever we want to say. Yeah. When, when we feel like saying it, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to censor me. Like, if I feel like saying it, I'm going to say it. Yeah. You know, only, you know, only way I would hold back is if it's going to prevent me from making some kind of money or something like that. But other than that, I'm going to say whatever I want to say. Exactly. And even yeah. then, you might push me far enough where I got to say something, too. So you yeah. never know. <laughs> All right. So so my two, your two, bro? my two are the first one would be Grayson Allen. Oh, so he, good choice. Yeah, because so he, he looks like he raps along with the N word. Ooh, he looked like if he came over your house, he would leave pee on the toilet uh, when he spends the night. Wait a minute. When he says the N word, is it is it the capital N or lowercase N? Because I know he's doing he, the hard ER he, for sure. Yeah, he he throws the the hard ER in there, but he says that they say it, and he was saying the same thing, but that's not really what's going on. And he <laughs> what's happening, and he's subliminally hating on you. Yeah, that. So and he looks like he leaves pee on the toilet seats when he spends the night. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he also looks like if you get in jump, he would not help you. Like he would just kind of oh. do the Homer Simpson where he just kind of slides into the tree. <laughs> that mean that looked like that'd be Grayson Allen. So Her that's number sliding one. into the tree. <laughs> oh my god! So that's number one. <laughs> number two is uh, Patrick Beverly. Ooh, he look like his breath stink. Yeah. Oh, he looks like his breath stink. Yeah, he looks like he listening to uh listen to NBA Young Boy all the time and like, but just like one song, just like the same song over and over again. He just like listens to it all the time. Um, or and he got a repeat just for hours. Um, he looks like he uh sleeps with Timberlands on. Like, bro, you're not about to come in my house and sleep. Like, he would take his t- his sandals off and put Timberlands on to go to sleep. <laughs> Nigga, if he go in the fucking crib, sleep with some Tims, he boy, like, a serial killer. He look like he steals, 
and he also looks like he chews on the furniture. Damn. So, like, I can't have that kind of person just around me at all times where I'm like, bruh, you got to get an ottoman a break, bro. Like, you chewing the leg off the fucking ottoman. <laughs> I cannot like, have that type I of person mean... around me, bro. <laughs> chewing like a mug. Hey, man, these are jokes, guys, all right? We would love to hang out with our black brothers. I don't know, Grayson Allen. <laughs> but our black brothers, we don't mind hanging out with y'all. But this is just how we feel y'all would act if we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looked like he rich, but he still eat like like uh, sugar sandwiches. He still eat those. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm missing them poor foods, man. I miss yeah. my cup noodles. I haven't nah, had that man. in a look, while. Man, when, I, when I get hungry... I want to eat some real food. Fuck all that poor food shit. I, I had way too much of that as a child. <laughs> I like you know some poor man food shit though sometimes. You know so, what I mean? Chili with the hot dogs. <laughs> hot dogs and cup of noodles. A little you, bit of jelly I, sandwiches. I, if somebody handed you a billion dollars, <laughs> I know you would still eat spaghetti with chopped up fucking hot dogs in it. Yes, I would. <laughs> that should be incredible. I'll tell the chef to like, the, yo, whip the, that up. Please. The finest of La Ghetto Cuisine. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yo, so, that is so, a- <laughs> so as we talk about this, speaking of Hungry, okay. so you hear the news about Hungry? Did you hear about them? Who? So Hungry. So the, the, so the state? The, the, the country of Hungry. So, the country? Yeah. so let me talk about this. So, uh, so I'm going to read this newspaper article. I'm going to read a portion of it. So a top-ranking official in Hungary's ultra-conservative government has stepped down after being caught fleeting fleeing an alleged gay sex party. <laughs> so, Joseph uh, Zajur announced he is resigning over a member of the European Parliament from Prime Minister Viktor Orban Fidesz, whatever party on Sunday. Uh, the married official <laughs> admitted to attending what he called a private party in Brussels on Friday night, despite the Belgian capital being uh, under coronavirus lockdown. Yeah. At least... 20 naked men, including what? several diplomats, were discovered at a gathering above a gay bar in central Bl- Brussels, according to a Belgian newspaper, which was described as an orgy. <laughs> right, this is this sound like a weird episode of Game of Thrones, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, bruh. What the hell? Bruh, this is wild, man. I, when I read that, I was wrong. But we were just talking... It, it stood out because we were just talking about that on last pod, right? When I was like, you know, when we were talking and we were like, the gay dudes be the ones that have the problem with the gayness. Like, you know. Yeah, don't want to open up. They don't want to open up and shit. They they, they try to all- put up a whole front and facade and, and shut all the gayness down. I think they do that so they can keep all the gayness to themselves. Yeah. I'm not sure. I hey, have to rely on sources for that information. Wait a minute. They're hoarding gayness? <laughs> yeah, they want to hoard all the gayness. <laughs> These niggas hoarding gayness. Wow. Wowzers. That's the whole plan. Look, let me get into a, a position of power so I can have all the gayness to myself. <laughs> <laughs> they put it in a jar. Niggas keep putting. Just open it and sniff it every now and then. Mmm, smells so gay in here. <laughs> all this gay smell. I don't know. Oh my God. But I thought that was wild, bro. Yeah, bro. And you were just saying that the whole fucking was this the episode <laughs> of Game of Thrones? I used to, ladies and gentlemen, I used to come into the house mm-hmm. after a hard day at work. We all lived together. We were roommates. And 
I refuse wa- to watch Game of Thrones for the longest time because every time I walk into the house and my roommates, which included Magic, were yep. watching the show, there was always men just going at it on the screen every single time I walked. They were it. fighting. No, they were You're not. Saying, they were going engaging at it. in sexual intercourse. With no. each other. That's why I would not watch that because I'm like, the shit's gay. Now, look, <laughs> I not look, if, I, obviously, I don't have a problem. Oh if God. what you want to do behind closed doors is what you want to do. What? I don't care about that, but I didn't want to see it. What so is I was going to me you're talking it what? wasn't blasphemy at the time for me. Now, eventually, I, I I started watching the show, and I appreciate it for what it, the artwork and the masterpiece that it was, one of the greatest shows to ever grace the TV. However, yeah. initially, that was on uh, upon entry into the theme park, <laughs> I noticed a lot of shenanigans happening right at the front door, and I wasn't down with that. So... <laughs> <laughs> I was hey, like, it's I not for me. Hey, like, it's not for me. Like, I and I never question my roommates because I'm like, hey, what what you guys do together when I'm not home is none of my business. <laughs> that was always the angle that I took, you know, as as I was coming home because I'm I'm just a a good sound of mind person, right? Like, I don't judge my friends. I want them to be the best them they can be, and if that includes doing weird things when I'm not home, then they can do that. Like, I don't judge them on that. Look, man, Game of Thrones. Was fucking incredible. I was I was a day one fan. Yeah, you were. You he, were. I I give you that. I do I do not take that from you in the slightest. Hey, hold on. Game of Thrones getting the everyone. Fuck that. Yeah. Woo! That was really Did you have a problem with the way that show ended? Yeah, it fucking sucked. And they were doing a bunch of bullshit mistakes. It was doing that shit on purpose. Look, bro. I, over know, by, uh, I know the Starbucks cup and like there was like an iPad or something like that, right? Or something. I know a lot of people have a problem with that, but if they didn't put those, most of those things, if they didn't put them out online, no, none of us would have ever seen them. So I, I would imagine every show before the internet like had things like that happen and we just never saw them. We never cared about it. We didn't care about them until people started talking about them because we have easy access to the internet and nerds will literally stare at every single frame of an hour show and will spend 10 hours watching it just to see if they can catch little gems like that quote unquote well i ain't doing all that shit but i still would have caught it i have i would have my detective eye on yeah i mean the editor should have caught it whoever before you know the fans should never catch it but it didn't diminish the show any for me because they left it i understand that they didn't get in the time machine and go back in time and record this show <laughs> you know and and you know and have when real dragons existed i understand this is fiction yeah so you know what i mean i did have that effect on me because I get it. I just appreciate it for the storyline. Now, as far as the last... I thought show, the storyline was lacking, though. In the, uh, I didn't think it was lacking anything. I think that people had... So everybody had an expectation of how they thought the show should end. But you're not the fucking writer. At least it didn't end like The Sopranos ended. Like, The Sopranos literally ended with Tony sitting inside a, of a damn... Um, like a, a restaurant and somebody walks in and you don't know if he dies or not. You don't know what happens. It just goes to a black screen. That's Wait a, a shitty ending. To me. Wait a minute. Unpopular opinion. I never seen the Sopranos. I never seen the Sopranos. I literally just started watching the Sopranos, but I heard about this ending because the whole world was arguing, complaining about it at the time. So oh. I heard about it, but I literally, I'm on episode two of season one right now. Like I just started watching the Sopranos. Do they say the N word in the Sopranos? Um, I'm only in episode two. They ain't called nobody a nigga yet, but. All right. I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's why I could, that's why I refuse to watch Sons of Anarchy because I just figured they were wildly racist. So I didn't want to be <laughs> subjected to that. But I might have missed out on a great show because of that. So, I, you know, all those shows like that that I refuse to watch, 
yeah. I, I'm trying to go back now and kind of make up some time and watch some shows whenever I get the time. But yeah, I might know, need to I, watch, I don't watch a, a ton of TV like that. You know, when I do, it's normally sports. But um, yeah, I, I'm trying to chip away at the shows little by little. Yeah, showy shows, sporty sports. Hey man, hold on, hold on, man. I got this next, this next uh, fucking topic right here. <laughs> Have you heard of meat can? What? <laughs> meat can? M eat? No. Oh, meat can. Can just can. Like a can, like spam, like a can of meat. Nah, C A N N, short for cannabis. Look it, it's a cannabis <laughs> hard seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> You met First of all, somebody, no, but whoever came with this did not think about branding. Hell no. When I think of meat can, I'm not thinking of fucking a hard seltzer, even though I know that now. I'm still thinking about a can of meat now. No, like, I, hey, no, no, no. I fucked up. It's just supposed to be can. <laughs> where'd, the, where'd the meat come from, Kamal? Because it is, it's in the sentence. <laughs> where'd the meat come from? <laughs> Meat can't you can't just throw the meat in there when you bring up the subject. <laughs> you can't do it. Oh my god! You, you got to get the meat off your brain, man. I always tell you that. Just cut it out, man. Bro, relax. I, I apologize, Chill. America. I really do. Chill. All right, so right. it's called can. C A N N. That's it. That's the whole name. Yeah, it's uh short for uh, cannabis. They just said it's meat can, the best selling cannabis beverage that's coming hard at hard sales. It's coming hard at hard seltzer. Okay, <laughs> I, I see. I see why your brain went to meat can. <laughs> I can't make this shit up. It, this is Forbes, by the way. This oh, is yeah. Forbes. All yeah. right, guys yeah. out there. Oh my goodness, Forbes writing shit like this. We're doomed. <laughs> Yo, y'all. Let me read a little bit at this. Okay, it says. In the multi-billion dollar battle to create the next White Claw, THC in a can has all the buzz. Ha ha ha, buzz. And Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> just made this weed drink, in quotation mark, famous. <laughs> Shall I go hey, on? So first of all, like I said, look, they really need to really th rethink that, that branding on it. Secondly, <laughs> I, I know from like going into dispensaries that they're not the first of that kind. Like, there's a ton of like marijuana infused drinks out there, like beers and you know seltzers and stuff. I've, I've already kind of seen those things before. Yeah, this just getting back in though by Ella DeGeneres though. That's oh, the so so that's the big thing. So yeah. So I mean, look if they're if they're a, if they are a part of uh, any larger corporation, I would probably consider investing in their stocks right now because there are certain things like you were kind of talking about um on the gab right um that's magic's other show for you guys just go check it out on youtube gab um but at any rate when you were talking about on the gab about getting celebrities to endorse a brand yeah and then that brand kind of taking off that's what happened with dogecoin mm -hmm. and so you know you you gotta kind of have your ear to those things because some of those things could pan out you know if you have an extra few hundred bucks Throw it over there, bro. You never know what what will happen, you know. So 
anytime you know ellen and oprah you know and you know these large names like people like that that have such a cult following anytime yeah. they're they're championing something like you want to throw some money at that because typically it's going to go in the right direction yeah that's what they probably did they most definitely threw some money at her and it's like yo man that's how you you, you could blow up it's like your product still got to be good though, cause yeah, if it if, if a celebrity could back some shit, but if the product ain't good, it's still gonna. You feel me? It's a hard seltzer though, bro. It's like, to me, I mean, I'm I don't make drinks, right? But yeah, I would imagine that a hard seltzer would be tough to make disgusting. Like if people people were literally drinking Zima back in, remember Zima? What the hell is Zima? It was like a, <clears throat> it was like a hard seltzer. It was like a a, a mineral water alcohol infused in mineral water it was very popular like back in like the the, the late 90s early 2000s or whatever it's called zena zima z-i-m-a zima. i don't remember that yeah so i mean but it tastes like you were drinking fucking i don't know like some garbage like like i said like some seltzer water or something like that like it, it didn't taste like anything but people drank it just because it was everywhere the name was everywhere so uh, you know okay. once you have that brand recognition people are going to buy your product and when you get a big name to put some recognition behind your name then that that pushes it further you know in the right direction so yeah i would definitely consider um a trying it i, I don't know what the the thc level is in it if it's crazy i'm not fucking with it because i'm a lightweight but I would definitely consider trying it. I want. Hold on. Boom! Got it right here. Reading through the article, they said a twelve-ounce can contains just two milligrams of THC. Man, that's weak. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What the Come fuck, on, bro? At least uh, give me like, give me, give me five, five, five milligrams. Yeah. You know, like if if you really. If you want somebody to even be able to feel anything, maybe, I, I mean, I don't know. It's like anything else, though. I mean, obviously, people are probably drinking two and three of these things. I don't know how big they are or anything like that, but you could probably get a pretty good buzz, especially if it has alcohol in it as well. No, um, four milligrams, though. Still need that. I want to read well, some of this article, though. Yeah, go ahead. Like, because some of this shit, like, seems kind of funny. No, I can't believe Forbes wrote this shit or somebody in, that works for Forbes wrote this. Uh, it says when Jake Bullock, nigga Bullock. That's always that's always a last name for like a British motherfucker. Bullock. That's Bullock. The Bullock. How they always doing that shit, bro? Oh my god. Bullock's uh, mate. <laughs> Bullock's mate. Chuck Cherry, y'all. Hey, we're sorry, Britain people. Uh, anyway. When Jake Bullock and Luke Anderson worked together as consultants at Bain and Co. in 2014, they argued over cannabis. While neither had been big pop smokers, these motherfuckers, bro, it's always those niggas that have never been pop smokers or don't really mm-hmm. get into the shit, always making some shit to get hella money from. It's because the people that are high ain't thinking about making money off of being high. They just trying to be high. Yo. It's the people that's not high that's trying to think of making money off of people being high. Hell yeah. You want those crazy There's I, levels, I, bro? <laughs> I'm reading the next line, and that's basically what it's saying. Look it. Well, neither had been big pot smokers, they saw the obvious potential in the industry, particularly mm-hmm. as legalization expanded across America. Yo, yeah. oh my god, that's yeah. literally bruh. Yeah, wow. I'm telling you, bro. I try to tell you all the time I'm a genius. I know these things. You are a genius. <laughs> You're a fucking wizard. 
Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Hold on. I want to read this quote because it's kind of funny. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, who, who's Bullock, Jake Bullock told Anderson, Luke Anderson, that one day small doses cannabis beverage will take a share of beer, wine, spirit sales. Cool. And that's what this nigga said. He was like, I was a skeptic. A big <laughs> alcoholic drinker who thought alcohol was doing the job just fine, says Anderson. Fine of what? Okay. But then I turned 30 mm-hmm. and had my first two-day hangover. What, nigga? You had your first two-day hangover when you was 30? I've never had a two-day hangover ever. No, so. me neither. How much are you drinking, my man? Yeah, I think Holy you have theory. to drink an insane amount, like a fraternity amount of alcohol to, to get a two-day hangover. Like, after you have, like, some eggs in the morning, you should be in, in like, some a big-ass cup of orange juice and then some water behind that. Like, you should be good. Yo, I don't, I don't get two days. Two days? You know, all right, this is what I don't fucking get. This nigga was fine with one day hangover. He was like, <laughs> I could deal with the one day hangover. <laughs> when I turned 30, them two day hangovers, it was a different ball game. Yeah, that that uh that second day just just put the foot in the ass and <laughs> just left that shit all day. It was my pleasure. <laughs> 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 oh my god bro bro yeah that's just wild though but yeah like um if y'all listen out there and y'all got like a business or any type of product remember two things make sure you could try to get a celebrity or somebody that's an influencer behind it partner with you believe in the brand itself two make sure your shit good because if it's poo ain't gonna work out anyway that's the main thing just put out a good product bro you know um well alcohol i mean alcohol is subjective because to me a lot of alcohol is just disgusting and people just drink that shit terrible taste taste fucking like they'll just go to the bar and just say Give me the worst shit you got. Remember we used to do that? Bro, we'd be like, give me the worst shot you got. <laughs> or our always was... had the same look. They'd be like, what? what? I've never heard nobody <laughs> do that before. I don't know why all bartenders sound like that to me, but. Because <laughs> they all actually sounded exactly like that. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> never heard that before. But, uh, the worst, every time though, everybody worst shot had some element of hot sauce in there. Yeah, they put Tabasco every. sauce in it every time. That's like, I think they never had anybody ask them that, so they were just making some shit up, and all of them just diverted to the Tabasco bottle for some reason. I don't know. Um, but whatever, dude. Speak, but hey, speaking of bars, so did you hear about the uh, that bar that said that uh, we won't be playing NBA games until LeBron James is expelled from the league. You hear who, about that? Who the fuck said that? So so in Cleveland, Thank where LeBron what? is from, an Ohio bar owner said he would no oh. longer play NBA games for customers at his establishment until LeBron James is expelled from the league. Yeah, the decision from that. J.P. Okay. Linderman, owner of the Cincinnati bar Lenny's Pub, came to... Came as a response to James' comments regarding the fatal police-involved shooting of a Columbus teenage girl. 
Wait a minute, this nigga, this motherfucker's white that owns the pub. Yeah, his name is Lenny. What <laughs> <laughs> white motherfucker's name Lenny? Holy Harry! What? So, I, Lenny, what kind of power do you think you're leveraging from your bar? Do you honestly think that you know? Silva's going to be up in his office in the ivory towers with his golden toilet and he's going to see that it pop it pop across his screen that Lenny's fucking pub won't be playing NBA games there. Do you think he was going to say, okay, stop all operations. we got to kick LeBron James out of here. The multi-billion dollar business conglomerate that makes us the most money. We got to get him out of here because fucking Lenny's pub Lenny's said pub. that he was not going to play the game. Lenny Nobody gives a fuck about you or your pub. I promise you, bro. I promise you no one cares about your pub. If you don't play LeBron's games or any NBA games ever again, nobody gives a fuck about you. You're going to be public, nigga. <laughs> like, bro, you, you, the only uh, Lenny that I've ever even, like, heard of was in a book I had to read in high school that everybody had to read is Of Mice and Men. Nah, fuck that. Lenny Kravitz. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And they say I look like Lenny Kravitz. You know what they say about Lenny Kravitz? He's like, the world. no. Nigga, I'm... <laughs> I don't the fuck know. But they, they claim he's like the, sex, the sexiest man on the earth of planet. Oh. So, no, like, if they say I look like them, that's crazy. Oh, so you're trying to, like, de facto, like, be the sexiest man on the planet because they say another man is the sexiest man on the planet. And you look <laughs> like, so you enjoy looking like somebody, another dude. I'm the, I'm the derivative of sexy. Like, so you're, like, hoping <laughs> that you really look like another guy. If you do look like Lenny Kravitz, you look like a very... Like, uh, you know, Spongebob has, like, the regular Spongebob and then, like, the derp Spongebob. You look like the, the fucking fuck out of here. derp version of Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> bro, how you gonna play me, bro? Uh, oh, my bad, bro. Damn. My bad, bro. I mean, you went there, though. Like, you, you, we are actual friends in real life for you guys that don't know. We're actual friends. Uh, mm-hmm. So, if you, your friend is complimenting himself, it is your job as the friend to to uncompliment that person. Now most niggas are big you up. Yeah, you kind of do like Lenny Kravitz. You see his eyes? Just not the group. The, not this group. Yo, of friends. yo, what if a nigga say that? Yeah, that's wild. That's what? Wow. What? You you do look like Lenny Kravitz. Look at the eyes, though. Yeah, y'all got the same eyes. <laughs> look, y'all might. I don't know. I ain't never looked to know dude's Ooh. eyes like that to know like whose eyes were similar. That's what I'm saying, bro. That'd be that's. That'd be a, a, a conversation. And you like, yo, a little, a little awkward. So, but do you think that uh, that uh, you know Silva's going to cancel the league now that Lenny said that they should no longer? Fuck no! Who's <laughs> a damn about Lenny's pub? Why does pub sound racist? Like, don't yeah. it sound racist to you? Yeah, yeah. Pub sounds like, definitely <laughs> sounds like a place that has. Um, no colored uh, at the door. <laughs> <laughs> going to the pub, mate. Like, yeah. that's yeah. bruh. Yeah, like, every time you, de- you definitely pub. are excluding me when you put pub because I'm not going to a pub if I'm not in the United States, at least. Yeah. I can understand if I'm going to like Britain or something like that, like across the pond, 
and they I go to a pub out there. To, but here in the United States, I'm never going to a pub. Yeah, pubs sound mad racist. Yeah, right? that, that yeah. invite doesn't seem like it extends to me. <laughs> it's just, but you know, it's crazy. A pub is a bar. That's all. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's just under a different name. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. start calling it a pub. Hey, y'all trying to go to the pub? <laughs> that don't even sound right from my fucking mouth. Y'all trying to go to the pub? <laughs> Just know I'm never going to any pub with you anywhere. Hell no. I'm not even playing fucking PUBG video game with your ass. Nothing with PUBG. Man, hey, speaking of LeBron and shit, though, man, I did like a post on like TikTok. And, oh, like, yeah, you were kind of alluding to that earlier. Bruh, I'm tired of these motherfuckers, man. Oh my fucking <laughs> you know, my goddamn nerves. Like talk to your spiritual advisor. <laughs> spiritual advisor. <laughs> these motherfuckers and the term to call LeBron James racist. Oh no. They was like, bro, these comments I'm getting, I'm like, first of all, what the fuck are you talking about? They like LeBron's racist and a piece of shit. Duh, duh, duh. I looked at bro Avatar. It's bro. Like, All right. Look, it's, man. It's a fucking dog. It's like, so, bro, it's niggas that either have look here. So anytime so, so so check this out. Anytime there's an ism, <laughs> racism, socialism, plagiarism, that means that there was a system put in place. Yeah. Against a race. Okay. Against a type of government. Against something. Yeah. That's what the ism means. A system uh, uh, put in place against. LeBron James is one individual. Yeah, he ain't a system. Last time I checked. There's no way. It, it, it just doesn't equate. Like, you can't. So first, LeBron has made a ton of people of many different races multimillionaires. Mm-hmm. Um, he has done a lot of philanthropy type work for people of different colors. Yeah, you know That's he has his own like school that. where several people of different colors attend the school. Yep. Um, he's put together several scholarship programs mm-hmm. that included you know, people of all colors. I don't have any idea what these people are fucking talking about because it, I know what you're saying. You heard that, but it's not the first time that I've heard it either. Man, they just fucking It all ignorant. just seems like garbage. You're just like word vomit. You're just saying words. You know what they but, are? They're imbeciles. Yeah, they're, they're part <laughs> of the 80% that I talk about. Oh, I tell God. my daughter, my eight-year-old daughter all the time, like, you're just talking and saying right now. You're, <laughs> you're not saying anything, but you're just, just talking just to say. Like, that's it. You're just talking and saying and saying and talking is what I tell her all the time. That's what people do. They just talk and say. They don't really mean anything at all, ever. Yeah. You know, they just talk to say things. That's it. And that's what I believe. When they when they put bullshit up like that, I just like go to the next comment because people are part of the 80% of the world that are complete morons. Man, bro. I was just like, God damn. Well, you can oh, believe well, about, you Oh, believe. this is what I was about to say, though. When it's when it's a dog, the avatar is a dog, or there's no picture at all. Most times, them niggas is mad racist. Yeah. Those are niggas that when no, you no, it's after they have man. the American flag in the background. Oh yes, that those too. are the ones. Oh my god, those are the ones or the Blue Lives Matter little flag or something. Oh, like you bro. already know, 
Like you're going to click on a page and if that banner has an American flag on it or the picture itself has like the, the background is the American flag, you know some yeah. wildly racist shit's going to come out. Yeah. It's like, fuck, bro. And it's a shame just as Americans ourselves that we even have to think like that, right? Like, oh shit, the American flag. Like, because we're Americans oh. too, right? And we fuck with America, obviously. Mm-hmm. But that is that has been used against our people for so fucking long that we we see that now, you know, as a as a, a shield of oppression, basically a shield of racism, racism mm-hmm. um, from people. You know, and my wife says that shit all the time. Like she's always like, "Oh, you got an American flag? Like I know it's bullshit, blah blah blah. It's gonna be racist, but it's true. It's true, and it's it's just unfortunate as as Black Americans that we have to look at it like that. But they spend way too long just hiding behind those red, white, and blue colors, man. I mean, my, not even black Americans, even minorities, but you know, it's fucked up. It's fucked up that they made that a sign of like racism, the American flag. But you know, it's also fucked up, man. Pickup trucks. You yeah. see them big ass Tonka trucks? Yeah. Black people like Tonka trucks. Yeah. But when yeah, you see no, them, shit, you automatically I'm... think like this nigga mad racist. You know he races in that car and probably tiny as fuck. It's funny because um I like sometimes I'll drive in the freeway and I see this one truck all the time and it has like a it's a big ass pickup truck with the big ass monster tires always driving on the freeway and it has like uh like saved by God, built by God on the back window. And yeah. I saw the dude inside and he was had a bald head and he was a white dude, and I'm like, uh-huh. this motherfucker's probably hella racist. <laughs> But I don't know that. So I prejudged him. That may not have been the right thing just because he looks like a certain way. He was judged, you know, because some they see the American flag means something different to white people than it mean to black people, you know? Like, you know what I'm saying? The the American flag was seen as an opportunity in a land of, of, you know, sugar and honey for a lot of white people. Mm -hmm. For us, it meant enslavement, you know? Yeah. So... You know, those ideals don't equate and people think because we're like basically one generation removed from the civil rights movement. Right. Like, yeah. And people think that things have just come all the way around that quickly. And that's just not the way things work. I mean, that's not the way, you know, when you have three to four hundred years of enslavement and distrust. It's not going to automatically turn around just because, you know, a couple things change up in the last 25 to 30 years. You know what I mean? That's le- that's like ten like ten percent of what we fucking went through. Yeah. You think about the- no, you got to double the amount of years yeah. that we went through. You feel me? Yeah. So like- I mean, it, it's definitely going to take a few generations. You know, obviously our kids are going to have it a lot better than we had it. Hopefully, and then it'll get that much easier for their kids and their kids. You know, and it completely disappears. But yeah, shit don't just just magically fucking disappear like that, man. Yeah, man. But speaking of things I hope disappear, um, I hate to like keep kind of going back to basketball players, but I saw Carmelone uh, trending. On, what? I saw Carmelone. So Carmelone was trending on Twitter, and I'm like, oh, finally, like they, because I've always hated Carmelone, like <laughs> from the time I saw Girl, him. I at, you uh, was on the day. Hey, I always fuck with Carmelone. <laughs> no, I've all, I've always completely hated him from the time I was a kid. Like I've, I looked at Carmelone, and I'm like. Yeah, I'm not. I don't fuck with him. Like, I, I, I really, I just don't like the way he looks. I don't like really anything about him at all. And, uh, he did look kind of smug. He had like a smug face to him. Yeah, he he has a. 
I don't know. He has like a, a the look of a a trucker kind of like a <laughs> like a like one of those truckers who would like do weird things like to people when nobody's around, you know, like stick his finger in your ear for no reason or something like picking up trolls. Bro, what the fuck are you doing? But so he was trending and I was like, okay, somebody finally got Carmelo the fuck out of here. And I would close, and I clicked on it and it was nothing about that. But it just reminds me of the type of garbage person he's he is. So while Malone was at Louisiana Tech, he reportedly impregnated a 13-year-old girl named Gloria Bell. In 1984, Bell gave birth to their son, uh, Demetrius. Um, Malone was 20 years old at the time. Gloria's parents took Malone to court for a paternity in 1986, but he never charged, he was never charged with a crime and or forced to pay any expenses. So he was 20 years old and impregnated a 13-year-old. Wow. So he's a whole ass pedophile, like a whole fucking pedophile. Petty. But because he played basketball in Utah. <laughs> yeah, is it because of that? Because the, the, the Mormons? You let me ask you this question. If he was LeBron James, <laughs> don't you think some type of indictment would have bought upon him? Yeah, immediately. But he was quiet, you know, redneck black man, Carl Malone. Yeah. And he never faced any public, like heavy public criticism or scrutiny about this because he was a star basketball player. And, you know, his kid, <laughs> he never paid a, a cent of child support to this 13 year old girl that had a child. He never. So she was probably 12 year old, 12 years old when he engaged in those acts with her. Wow, this nigga, this nigga, bro, 13? 13, bro. Bruh, that's wild. That's like, okay, it's a little off tangent, but still on the subject. I was watching this one one YouTuber named Daquan, and it was talk, it was talk about this nigga named EDP 445 or some shit like that. Yeah. And like he does the videos, he's like the Eagle fan or some shit like that. Oh, he's wilding out. Okay. But this nigga was me trying to meet up with a 13-year-old. And it's like the nigga that Carmen said something and it just clicked. It was like, yo, that's crazy. It was like, so what about a seventh grader turns you on? That's the same thing with the Carmelone shit. Yeah. That chick's in seventh grade, bro. And it's like a- if you're what? the star basketball player and you're projected to go to the NBA realistically you don't have to reach very far to get to a female that's going to be attracted to you you yeah, know what i mean so it's not like a hairline though so he like that nigga was 20 and had a 50 year old hairline hairline again well early in his career when he was when he was at louisiana tech he had a full hairline so you can't even use that as an excuse because he didn't lose that hairline until a couple of years into the league Two years, but at that time, that hairline was was strong. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking petty, bro! Get the fuck out of here! Hold on, bro. So yeah, back, bro. Carmelone, you're poo, bro. Like, I just, I, I don't get it. I don't understand why he should not be able to go into the Hall of Fame for basketball. He shouldn't be talked about anymore. Utah should unretire his number if his number is retired. Um, like one of the coolest nicknames too, the mailman. Yeah, 
Now I'm gonna be looking at the mailman sideways. Like, yeah. Now you gotta fight the mailman. Now that's what's gotta happen. Fuck. So, now you gotta throw hands with the mailman. <laughs> Fuck, bro. So, yeah. When the mailman coming to drop it off at those boxes over there, bro, you better square up with him. I need to see video. <laughs> bro, square with the mailman. Damn, damn it, Carmelo. Look what you done. But I've never liked him. He just always had the look of just like just some some sleaze ball. Like yeah, smug about him. Like yeah, he got away with some, some, some about him just stank. Oh. You know, like Oakland. It just stank a lot. Oh, come <laughs> on, bro. Can't talk about my city, man. You know, you know what DC stand for though? Dirty coast, man. You gotta stop playing, bro. Stop nah, playing, bro. Yeah, the politicians do be dirty though, bro. Dirty as hell. Yeah, I, I, I don't. You know, I I can't really even speak against that, man. You know, dirty as. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Segway. Now the pot, little potters be doing. Segway. Segway. <laughs> All that shit. So speaking of politicians and also basketball players. <laughs> No, not she's not a basketball player, but I'm making fun of Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlyn uh, Jenner trying to run for governor of California. No, Caitlyn Jenner could definitely dunk a basketball. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so the sky, the sky's the limit for Caitlyn. Oh my God, <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. Well, not necessarily. Kayla Jenner didn't waste waste her talents because back then, when before the transformation, motherfucker was in the goddamn Olympics. Yeah, and in medals. Yeah, them gold medals, man. Many times over. Yeah, man. How you feel about this shit, man? Kayla Jenner trying to run for governor <laughs> of California. Um, I think that's gonna be it's gonna be tough for a lot of people to swallow. <laughs> yep. Um pause that. <laughs> I mean or or not, right? <laughs> um I, I don't know. I don't know which is worse if you pause it or if you don't pause it. I don't know. So I'm just gonna just fall somewhere in the middle. But um <laughs> I I I don't subscribe to any um celebrity of any kind running for office. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what their standpoints is. I don't know what their views are. And because of that, they don't have the experience. And because they don't have experience, people are going to take advantage of their inexperience yep. with things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's already been proven you can't run a country or a state or a city like you like you can a business, right? You, you yep. can't run it like that because there are too many factors within those things that prevents you from just running it like your typical business is ran. So, yep. I... Kate, would Caitlyn Jenner get my vote? I would probably have to take a hard pass on that and say, fuck no. Man, and but, her family ain't even fucking with her with, when it comes to this shit. No? Nah. No, look at Her family's not fucking with her in the LGBTQ community. I say that right? Yeah. Okay. You might have forgot a, a letter, but it's I, okay. I just got to make sure I got all Let's the Let's apologize for that letter after, at the end of this, because I don't. I, I think you said it right, though. Okay. All right. <laughs> you forgot a Z or something. Damn. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they ain't backing her ass either. Nah. Fuck no. They're like, hell no. And I kind of agree with that. Like, hold on. I want to read this headline that came from the Daily Mail. This is where I found out about this shit before I get into how I feel. All right. But I like this- Daily Mail. I'll allow it. Yeah, man. Hey, the Daily Mail is a British newspaper. Yeah. 
Yeah, but they 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 are just a solid. They don't lean one way or the other. Nope. But uh, it says in this, this oh, funny as hell. Caitlyn Jenner is to trans Americans what Candace Owens is to the Black Americans. Oh, <laughs> what? Well, I didn't well, know that. I didn't know that. California's next <laughs> governor. Holy Harriet. That was wow. fucking comical. Wow. Makes sense. I did yeah. not know that. You pandering. Is, I've never heard of anything like that before. Thank you for providing me with that information because I assume <laughs> that they just embraced, you know, anybody who was going to be like their champion out into, you know, society. So fuck no. the like, fact fuck that I know how I feel about Candace Owens. Yeah. Fuck Candace Owens, right? Yeah. So broad. So if I feel like fuck Candace Owens, that means they feel like fuck Caitlyn Jenner. They are. And that's basically. how it is. I, I feel that it's like, yo, man, first of all, you didn't even you didn't even transform until it was safe to transform, my nigga. You ran through all the Olympics and all that shit, bro. <laughs> transform, dog. Yeah, nigga could have transformed when it was hard. Go through the hard times, you wait till it's fucking easy, just like a white male. Wait till it's easy, <laughs> then you strike. Bro, you oh, act fuck. like she Optimus Prime, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Optimus Prime transfer from a, from a car to a person after the whole damn <laughs> war was over. <laughs> nah, but they, like, Bro, that's they had the same sentiment, bro. The, the uh, transgender uh, community is like, yo, motherfucker, you just running, you trying to use our shit to get fucking votes and shit. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. I mean, yeah, I mean, she, I, I, I get it because I, I think that um, you know Bruce before and then you know Caitlyn Bruce heavily right wing, right, um, and that right wing doesn't align with that community. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, don't you like if if I was that kind of person, you know, um, you know, if I if I was like a transgender person, wouldn't I want somebody to kind of normalize the lifestyle for people? You know what I mean? Like somebody to put put somebody in the forefront or on the you know the precipice of you know political power, so that people respect you know, trans Americans or, or transgender people more? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I know the answer. If it's for the right reason. And this motherfucker's not doing it for the right reason. Does and the reason matter, though? Do that shit. Does the reason matter, though? Yes. If you can normalize uh, uh, ideology or, or, or uh, you know, psychological stance, regardless, should you just accept that? Hmm. Good question. So I don't know. I, look, again, I, I don't know. I mean, I know I feel like fuck Candace Owens and if it makes black people look better for Candace Owens to be up there cooning around and, you know, I would probably not rather that happen. But that's it is always going to be fuck Candace Owens. So if that that's how they feel, that's how they feel. I mean, I'm... But, yeah, they basically calling her a coon. She's a yeah. trans coon. Yeah. The <laughs> trans coon. The tra- Bro, this is gonna get flagged, bro. We're gonna get taken down. We're gonna get shut down. What? Yeah, right. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> nah, but in seriousness though, I applaud them for taking that, that stance because 
they see through the fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like we see through the bullshit. Yeah. That you're using this as a platform to get more political power. And you're not fucking not seeming genuine for the transgender community and for the fucking shit that they've been through and the turmoil that they had to go through and yeah. all that shit. You ain't fighting for their fucking rights. So fighting for your own rights. Yeah. So it's, yeah. It's, it's a thing though. She probably is just doing it for herself. You know what I mean? Like not to advance people, not not for the same reasons, but again, I mean, I, I think that just being able to just get people used to the aesthetic yeah. could probably, you know, push their agenda forward. I don't know. Man, speaking of aesthetics, man, Bruce was an ugly ass man, but Caitlyn's an uglier ass woman. God yeah. damn. Yeah. Holy shit. It's like, bro, you got to pick your <laughs> fucking battles, fam. Bruh. Like, at least men, men, we, we get kind of a break on the beauty standard. Yeah, you know, especially like old white men, it's like, oh yeah, you probably gonna look like a, a dirty sock. Like it's probably just how you gonna look. <laughs> you know what Caitlyn Jenner <laughs> look like? Look like fucking Leatherface. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's sad. <laughs> Ew. Nah. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner looks like somebody drew her to be a character on Beavis and Butthead, and they just edited that character out. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that's that's what Caitlyn Jenner looks like, but oh man. Bro, you can't call people ugly, man. Especially if they transgender. You can't call them ugly. I can call that's, them fucking ugly. You can't okay. do that, man. You're breaking some kind hey, of rule. Hey, my thing, man. Everybody ugly to somebody. I'm yeah. ugly to somebody. Shit. Yeah, I always say I embrace that, it. Yeah. Hey. It's not, it looking, I'm ugly to some people, but I'm sexy to others. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you got to take your your W's and your L's the same, right? Yeah, the same gratitude you take Jenner's those like, dubs with. You got to be able to take the L's with. Yep. Hold on, but I think Caitlyn Jenner universally is ugly though, like a ugly motherfucker. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody that says Caitlyn is hot. Like I've never seen that posted anywhere. Damn. <laughs> Like, but maybe I just don't go on those sites. I'll smack those cheeks. Never. (laughs) Oh, that's disgusting. Now you're just getting disgusting. (laughs) Terrible. Ew. Hey, um, so what do you think? Uh, Ocho Cinco. So I guess over the weekend, uh, he was getting bashed on Twitter for making uh, his daughter get a job to buy her own Yeezys. Oh, shit. Hey, that should be the last topic, though. Last topic, man. Yeah, yeah. He said, I caught a bus to work, a six-hour shift at McDonald's, maintaining a 2.2 GPA and being a star athlete. Damn, that nigga was a scholar. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why they dragging him because he said he was able to maintain a 2.2 GPA. (laughs) I'm I'm sure that's not what what he meant. He he probably meant, like, to maintain his eligibility to play football, he had to maintain the 2.2 GPA. You know what you have to do to to remain a 2.2 GPA? Show up. Yeah. Show up. (laughs) You don't even got to do work in class. You got to write your name on the paper, at least. That's it. Just show up (laughs) and do the test. Yeah, and then get an A and P-E, and then it just all balances out. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck out of here, bro. (laughs) But he was he was telling his daughter all, all that shit. Yeah, so his daughter, I guess, hit him up and was like, um, "Hey, dad, let me know like when you go into the store. I heard you was going to the store to get some shoes. Let me know when you go so you can pick me up these Yeezys that I've been wanting." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I thought you said you was gonna get a job." And she was like, "Well, I am gonna get a job after I graduate." 
but you know, I haven't graduated high school yet. So, you know, but to me, it's like, if she's asking that question, bro, like you've already been buying her shoes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I have a problem with like celebrities doing stuff like that, like posting stuff like that online, those kind of private conversations that they're having. Cause you kind of make a spectacle of the whole situation. Yeah. You know? And it's like, from her asking that, like, you know, I knew when I went to a store, don't ask for nothing, don't look at nothing, don't touch nothing. Like, you know, my parents so, went over that with me before okay. you. <laughs> so, so that being said, because my parents said that too. Yeah. And it's like, what do you expect me to do in a store? Yeah. I'm supposed to, am I supposed to just walk like a robot? Yeah. Don't That's touch nothing. Don't look at nothing. Don't even motherfucking speak. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you in a fucking store in a car holding your breath about to damn near pass out. Yeah. <laughs> You scared to breathe in that bitch because you're gonna get ass whooped. <laughs> yeah. Ass whooping. Anything you do, ass whooping. Man. But I mean, look, man, there just were valuable parts of our lives. It, it it taught us that you know you can't have everything that you want in life. Yeah. You know, and that's not a good lesson to teach a kid. <laughs> Terrible. Because you should at least be able to ask for the things that you want and get told no. Yeah. Then it just be just you can't even ask for shit before you go into the goddamn store. Don't ask, don't look at nothing. Don't even look. Don't look. Like what the hell I'm supposed to do? I got eyes. <laughs> they just want you to be in a cart slumped like over with like drool coming out your damn mouth. Yeah, eyes closed. <laughs> I ain't looking at nothing. I ain't looking at nothing here, but. Accidentally touch something, bow, smack, smack the hand. God damn, oh. But yeah, so I was told that as a kid, you know, so I knew, like, I don't ask my parents for shit because they told me not to ask for anything when I go to the store, so I'm not going to be asking for some wild shit. So yeah. the fact that she was willing to ask that question means that he was providing those things for her, and he took this stance specifically just to post that shit on the internet. Yeah, man, that shit is kind of whack, though. Like some some conversations or some lessons, like granted, I don't have a kid, but I feel like when I do have a kid, some lessons they're gonna be private. I'm not gonna have so first of all, I'm not putting my kids on the internet, bro. Like, I'm not doing it. Yeah, you know, first of all, secondly, any personal conversation that me and any other person has is never gonna, and I know that's not popular right now because that's just the thing to do. I see people posting conversations between them and their friends or significant others all the time, yeah. but with me just as a set of principles and values I have, like a conversation I'm having you with you, with you one-on-one, -on -one, regardless of what that content is, I'm having it just with you. I'm not, I'm not putting it out there for nobody else to see that shit's corny to me. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like, and, and then you leave, when you post things like that, it leaves space for people to think, Oh, 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 his daughter is like a loser. Like she's just asking for things or she's doesn't want to get a job. It makes people look at her bad. Yeah. And so why would I want to post those type of things online for people to even look at my kid in the bad light? So it's just They're already looking at her in a right? bad light before that. They already looking like you spoiled anyway. This yeah. kind of more of a point. Yeah, and, and now you're just kind of reinforcing that idea that athletes kids is spoiled and they're not willing to work hard. Yep. You know what I mean? So to me, that's just it's a bad look. <laughs> There's not something that you kind of want to put out there about your kids. Um, you know, kids have a hard enough time just trying to live up to the expectation of an athlete's kid as it is, you know, his daughter runs track and she's really successful at running track. I think yeah. she's like in middle school or maybe she's just starting high school right now. But, um, 
you know, she's really good at what she does in her own space, but you don't want that doubt to creep in her mind because now you leave room for people to kind of prejudge her when they're already doing it, like you said it anyways, right? Yeah. It's because she's a, a, a rich kid's daughter. So, um, you know, that's not cool, bro. Like, celebrities out there, bro, just keep your conversation between you and your kids because, first of all, nobody cares about your parenting advice at all. Like, I don't care. I don't think about what Brad Pitt is telling, you know, little Sunflower Ubuntu at night. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about that because that's not going to reflect on how I raise my kids. I already have an idea of what kind of people I want my kids to be and what I have to do to get them to that level. Yeah. Keep your parenting advice to yourself. Shut up and don't sh- share personal conversations if if you're in that role. Like, don't do it. Like, let your kids trust you. Gain that trust between you and your kids so when they're adults, they actually want to speak to you about shit. You know, exactly. yeah. so I yeah, concur, that, yeah, I that was just like that. a weird one for me because you know, I, I, I always kind of think of things differently when I see it. Like, most people are like, oh, that's kind of a, you know, cool that he's doing that, he's trying to be a good parent, but I don't see it like that. I, I see it as kind of grandstanding and and trying to make yourself seem like you know, something that you probably aren't, <laughs> you yeah, know, it look, it look weird, it look like you're trying to get fucking likes, yeah, that ultra synchro. Come on, bro. So, you know, I, 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 you cool, Ocho Sing. I think you've done some shitty shit in your past, but I think you're a cool person. But knock that corny shit off, man. You better than that. Man, knock the corny shit off. Knock the cornflakes off, bruh. <laughs> Fuck, man. All right. So that was the last topic. Woo-woo. Last this, topic. This Thank has you. been your Magic Think Tank podcast, episode 003. I really, really appreciate every single one of you is that are listening to this right now. Um, Anytime you spent out of the day listening to to, to our voices is is just full of gratitude and thankfulness from us. So just know that Um, if you got any questions, comments or anything like that, hit us up on any of the 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 platforms that we're on. We'll reach back out to you. You know, hit us up on Twitter. We'll be setting up our Instagram and tell them the Twitter our What's Facebook account soon, but send any questions to us you got, man. We'll be more happy to answer them and talk to you um, or even bring you on to have conversations, but um, we appreciate your ears and your time. Yo, what's the Twitter name? So it's going to be the Magic Think Tank Podcast Yeet. on Twitter. You know, so just type those things in. You'll get us. Follow us, like, subscribe on on all the, the socials like your, your YouTubers say. And, uh, yeah, just holler at us. Like the Potter say, man, we on look it, we on Google Podcasts, we on SoundCloud, and we on Apple Podcasts. All you gotta you, do, is you just, can't say like the Potter say because you're a fucking Potter, bro. Yeah, but I like to say that, and like the Tuber say, so like it, it makes say. you feel like you're not a part of that crew, even though you are a part of that crew. And you see that? You see how just you know the full circle. That didn't come full circle at all. It actually just shut off halfway through, so I don't understand. All right, man. Anyways. Like the potter's sake. (laughs) This marketing? (laughs) Hey, now go for real, though. All you got to do is type in the magic think tank. Boop, 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 bam! Hey, what's that? Episode episode three? Episode 003, yes, sir. Episode 003. Hey, before we get out of here, though, you know we got to slap some music, bro. So what are we playing today, big dog? What you got for me? Bro, we playing one of my bros, Flash Marino. He's one of the brothers of the artist we played last week, Heartbreak Hitman, you know, and from South Carolina. Uh, this from his uh, album, A Player's Perspective. Ooh! 
smooth. We about to play a track called Do Say. You ready for this, bro? Oh, I, I think I'm ready. I hope it's good. It's good, bro. She's smacking. I'm going to tell y'all, before he plays this, I'm going to tell y'all. Look, I know y'all mess with my boy. But if if your your track's poo, I'm probably going to say that. And I hope y'all don't hate me for that. But <laughs> All right. If it's poo, we'll give the poo, 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 poo. But... If it's poo, I mean, I, I know my boy's going to play it. It's probably a fire song. But if he plays any song that's poo, I'm going to say it. And don't hate me for it. I mean, music is the art and art is subjective. So, Hell yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's get it, though. Let's get it.
That's his stage stage name. Flash Marino. Name of the track was Duce. From Duce up- to end to, to end this on. That was a nice little vibe. Flash Marino, you got a nice little smash in your hand, brother. Can't wait to meet you. Yeah, Anyways, yeah. thank you guys for tuning in. We out. Holla. Peace.